Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Food. Oh, oh, thank God. D- did they? No. The bucket is still empty. God damn it! Conserve your energy, Arthur. For what, John? For finding a way out. I know, I know. Fine. Uh, what is this? I don't know. Meat of some kind. Arthur, yesterday we talked about piling dirt at the side of the pit and using that as a ramp. I think we should just start. I can't pull dirt from the wall. It's too hard. I break my fingers before pulling anything of note. I understand. What? But if what we is just... this? It doesn't feel like anything. It looks like... A leg. Uh, It's raw. Jesus. He's trying to break you. Uh. Let him try. Where are we? What happened? Larson, Arthur. Uh, Yellow? Larson, the ram-headed giant that had searched our room. He was there last... Okay, okay. Calm down. We're alive. Where are we now? I have no idea. Let's just... Why are we in bed? Where, Where are our clothes? I don't know. As far as I can tell, we're in a small, well-decorated room. Its walls are dark wood and almost entirely filled with books. Shelves that are built into the walls. Difficult to see much of anything else. Everything here is dark. Very dark. There's a large window to the left of us. 
The only light is coming in from the night sky outside, through flashes of lightning. In a snowstorm? It's raining. I can hear it, but it's bloody freezing. What's outside? Well? Just wait. I'm waiting for... Jesus. We're up high. In the mountain. The Larson Estate. Why did they bring you here? A thing. That invisible creature. Where are things? I don't know. There's a high back chair opposite the bed. Maybe there. This room is ornate. The shelves are dotted with objects. Balls of colored glass, feathers, carved wooden trinkets. Focus on my clothes. Yes. I think maybe your clothes are laid out here. Again, it's tough to see. I can only read the room in frozen moments as the lightning bathes the room in sharp blue light. Okay, okay. Our, uh, our bag? Under the window, I think. What about the door? I think it's in the far corner, opposite the bed. It's an elegant spread, Arthur. Thick white pillows and warm sheets. What? You told me to be descriptive. Okay, okay. Wait. What's that? What is that? What's what? What's what? No, no, no. Listen, listen. What's that? It's coming from the floor. The... What? It's louder to the left. A vent. I can hear it. Listen. What is that? Shh. Is that crying? Someone's coming! Fuck! Get back into bed! Now! Hello? There's a man. I can only see his silhouette. There's a light behind him. Are you awake? Yes? Arthur, the man is moving into the room. He's taking a seat in the chair beside your bed. The light. The light is being held by the creature we saw at the inn. The ram's headed Larson. Will the light hurt your eyes? Do you mind? Please, I... The man is lighting a lamp next to him at the side table under the window. It's a young man, in a three-piece suit. Maybe your age. He wears round glasses, his hair parted neatly, a bow tie under his chin. I apologize for the fright. You must be awfully confused. You could say that? A seemingly sincere smile spreads on his thin lips. His eyes seem kind. My name is Larson. You? You, you couldn't You be seem surprised. I had expected Larson to be much older, given the date of the mines. Oh, no. That honor would be to my grandfather, Wallace. I'm afraid he's long since passed. Wallace Larson? Wallace? Yes. I'm his grandson, Andrew Larson. Oh, well, that makes more sense. I should say. How old did you think I was? <laughs> you must be Arthur. Yes. How did you... Uncle paid a visit to you in town. Seems you missed each other. The large, ram-like creature in the door is staring at us in the flickering firelight. Its cold, empty eyes reflecting the flame as it moves with each breath. I'm afraid we did. I do wish to apologize for his appearance. It can be off-putting to some. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't aware of his tendency to poke around. We've had some nosy neighbors recently, and I think Uncle was worried you may be here to make another offer. A an offer? To buy the mine. 
but I gather that's not your purview. Not as such. So tell me, what does bring you here, Arthur? I, I, I'm afraid not much, Mr. Larson. Truth be told, I found myself here by a bit of bad luck. And I'm only trying to get home. Where might home be? Arkham. At least for now. He seems to relax. A nervousness washes out of his posture. I think part of him was worried about you. I know it well. I have a place there myself. Oh. Yes, Mr. Lester. Addison is a secretive town, but whatever stories you may have heard about us or this place tend to be fabricated by and large. I want you to know that. What stories may that be? He paused, as if considering his words. My grandfather was a great man, but not without his flaws. This mine made our family. Then why close it while it was still profitable? His eyes tightened. A smile curls upon his lip. What is it you do? Private investigator. Ha! I'd say you do a damn good job, too. I won't beat around the bush, Arthur Lester. Uncle brought you here because he knows what you saw. I know what you saw. Or rather, what you didn't see. Arthur. Well, what do you intend to do about it? Do about it? He looks confused. Arthur, I'm afraid there's been a miscommunication. I don't offer a warm bed and what will hopefully be a hot meal to people I intend to... I don't know. Hurt. What do you do? Arthur, I'm an accountant. In Arkham. And part of a long line of family members cursed with this terrible truth. What truth is that? <sighs> My grandfather, many years ago now, awakened something in the mines. Something that existed long before us. Something that lived deep and ancient in the earth. It awoke and terrorized this town. Well, you've been around it. You know what it's capable of? Yes. Up until recently, it was successfully hunkered away, sealed within the confines of the mine. Then that damn surveyor came and... Well, the town isn't safe. Uncle knew it wasn't safe for you out there anyway. The Larsons are protecting the town. You're trying to help? Of course. This town is everything to us. It exists because of our actions. We owe them safety at the very least. Well... I'm sorry to dump all this on you. This isn't your issue. I've only been called back myself to deal with this. No, that's... that's fine. Thank you. Thank you for rescuing me. Giving me a place to stay. Tell him we need to leave! Look, I, I hate to burden you with more, but the truth of the matter is I... I need to get back to Arkham. This isn't my town. This isn't my... <laughs> Sorry, I, I was about to say problem. You're right. It's not your problem. And it shouldn't be. Arthur, don't feel ashamed of knowing what you want. Something I learned many years ago. Truth is, this matter is more complicated than I thought. That's fair. No, it isn't. But it means I have to return to Arkham tomorrow morning. If you'd like, I'd be happy to give you a ride. What? A ride? Uh, of course. Y yes, please. I'd be happy to have the company. Thank you, Mr. Larson. Andrew. Andrew. Arthur, we fucking did it! Get some sleep. Try not to mind the storm too much. The freezing rain is a welcome change to the falling snow. Seems like winter's finally easing its grip. Of course, of course. And again, please, thank your family for letting me stay. Oh, he don't need no more thanks. Sorry, I, I, I meant the others. The others? Your wife. What? Oh, sister. Sorry, I, I, I heard someone crying. It sounded like a woman. Did it? Yes. I'm afraid you were mistaken. Sleep well, Arthur Lester. Arthur, 
good. This is fantastic. Straight to Arkham. I wonder if you could help us find Anastensic. If the Larsons are as well connected as they seem, I imagine. We're not waiting till morning. What? We're leaving. Now. Arthur, what the fuck is wrong with you? We are going to die if we stay here. Are you insane? Why would he keep us alive? Why would he clean our fucking clothes? Stop getting dressed! Answer me! He wanted to question us, Yellow. He needed to know what we knew. He didn't ask about where our clothes came from or where we lived. Then why didn't you fucking lie? We are dead either way. I'd rather him know what he's up against. Jesus fucking Christ, Arthur. Where are we going to go? I don't know. But we- Shh, Wait, listen. The vent. is gone. Yes, I assumed as much. Where's the door? Right. It's a pitch black hallway. We must be on the second floor. The red carpet runs the length. A large window flashes to our left, while to the right it turns towards the left further down. I don't know which way. Left. You're sure? Why? I don't know. But we need to move. Now. All right. Close it quietly. Do you see them? No, nothing. Quickly then. The hallway stretches on, all the way to the window. But the window at the far end isn't... It's dark, Arthur. I can barely see anything. Okay, okay, it's fine. We'll wait. There! I can see a door. It's a fair bit down on our left side. This hallway is massive. There's a banister to our right that looks over the front foyer. There's a low bulkhead above it that gives this area a closed-in feeling. Do you see the stairs down? No. I can barely see forward. Fuck. Stop. We need to wait for the light again. Come on. Come on. There. <clears throat> Keep moving toward the door. A little more. Damn it. The light is gone again. Pull out the lighter. We can- No, no. The darkness is helping us as much as it is hindering us. If we can't see- Hopefully they can't see us. Exactly. Let's just wait for the lightning. Jesus! What? Fuck. It's a- It's a suit of armor. Jesus Christ. Yellow. The door is just to our left. Hurry. Where? Right here. Where? I can't see. You have to fucking tell me. Lower. Another step. There. Is it... It feels locked. It's stiff or something. Hurry. I'm trying. Arthur. There's something moving at the far end of the hallway. From where we came. Open the fucking door, Arthur. I'm trying. I'm trying.
I think we avoided him. Where are we? I don't know. Just... It looks like another room. Uh, another guest room. There are two large windows dressed with dark curtains, the color of which I'm not sure. There's a large painting above a cold fireplace to our left. A bank of shelves under the windows across from us and a four-poster bed. Anything... anything that seems out of place or... The painting. It looked like Larson. Maybe Wallace. The room is black once again. Alright. Alright. Okay. What the fuck are we going to do? I, I don't know yet. We'll find a way down to the foyer or, or at a window, maybe. Uh, they can't keep us here. It's just a house. The person in the vent didn't seem to have a way out. I know. I know. I know. Arthur. What? There's someone in the room with us. What? They're laying in the bed. <laughs> unmoving. Jesus. I think they're... I think it's a body. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What? what? The body is... Dead. Dry. Leathery. It's skin. Blackened. Arthur, this body's been here for... I don't know how long. My god. What the hell are they doing in here? Is this Wallace? I guess. I... Alright, the door was stuck. This room is... Occupied in, in some way. Uncle didn't come in. I, I, I think we're safe here for a moment. Let me just... Let me just catch my breath. We need to consider our options. Exactly. Jesus, this body, it's shriveled, small-looking, frail. Deja vu. What? Deja vu. I've... I've been here before, in this, a moment like this, with... Not you. But it was me, in a way. John. He was different than me. I don't know. Maybe. How different? I, 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 I don't know. What made you... friendly with him? What do you mean? What made you... like his companionship? <laughs> I, I... I don't know. I don't know if I always did, but I guess strife sometimes brings people closer together. Strife? Yes, difficulty. We had to overcome a lot together. Like what? Ah, well, we once had to uh, well, f fight a creature that was double my size and triple my weight, I'd, I'd wager. A massive creature, completely relentless and the odds were not in our favor. But you beat it. Yes. We made a pretty great team. What? My leg, it's stiff. I hurt it quite badly. But, uh, I wonder how long we've been sleeping. I I've been sleeping. It's better? Yes. Much. M maybe I only sprained it. I... I apologize for... for blaming you. What? Before you passed out in the snow. By the mountainside. Oh, I... You said you were sorry, and I said that you should be. I'm sorry about that. I was angry. I reacted poorly. I know the type. Anyway, this body is long since dead. Wait, there's something around his neck. A medallion of sorts. A medallion? With a star, sort of. I wonder if we should take it. Why? I don't know. It, it seems important. Well, I doubt he's using it. 
Okay. Oh my god! Fuck! What the fuck? I touched him! What is this? Tell me what you see! I see... Andrew! He's standing over the man in the bed. He's kissed his forehead. Compassionately, he's smiling, stroking the old man's face. He's... He's telling him they'll be together again. That the fallen star will succeed. Let go! What the fuck was that? That was how this man died. Or at least the moments leading up to it. Jesus. I'm sorry, I, I completely forgot. Was there anything else you saw? Anything important? No! For fuck's sake. Why didn't you let go? Fuck it. Put the medallion in the bag. We need to get out of here. Where the fuck are we supposed to go? Back out into the hallway. No! He's coming. Under the bed. Wait. Wait. Does the window open? Yes, I... I think so. Open it. We need to open it. Head out there. You want to go out the fucking window? It's freezing! If we go outside, we'll freeze. Freeze or not, I'd rather try my luck moving away from a freight train than hiding. At least not again. Again? Where's the window? God damn it, Arthur. Quickly! To your right. The latch to open it is a little ways up. You can stand on the- What is this? It's a stool. Get up on it. That's tall. A little more. Hurry! Uh, There. Jesus, Arthur. We're far above the trees below. This mansion is perched on the mountainside, overlooking the town and surrounding forest. As if it were to watch over- That's okay. There's a ledge. Okay. It's only a foot or two wide. Maybe less. Okay, okay. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Christ. Fuck. Okay. Steady yourself. I'm trying, I'm trying. Which way? The ledge runs the length of the wall. Right. We'll head right. I don't want to end up back in our room. Quickly, Arthur. He's almost through the door. We need to shut the window. Quickly. Lower. There. He's through the door. He can't see us. He's looking around the room. It's the uncle. He's approaching the body cautiously. He's checking under the bed. No shit. Wait. Go back. I'm not going to risk our lives climbing out the window only to be spotted watching him. Okay. Fine. Arthur, keep hugging the wall. Just, I guess, shuffle side to side and we... I have this. Just just tell me if there's anything of note. A, a chipped ledge or a... Arthur, it is so far below. If we fall, there's no... Not way... one of the times I need descriptions, Yellow. Focus on the wall, goddammit. Maybe if you fear falling, you'll focus. What? Shut the fuck up! Stop! What? I... It's dark, Arthur. Not much lighter than in the hallway. Let's wait for the light. I can feel... Just wait. There's a large stone figure here. Its clawed feet are gripping the legs tightly. You'll need to step over them. Okay. Be careful, though. The stone is... It looks cracked. It's... Just tell me when I can put my foot down. Okay. More. Left. A little more. Okay, slowly down. Jesus! Fuck! God damn it! It's difficult to see! Not there. Oh, yes, there. You're shaking. No shit. It's freezing. I I can feel it soaking through my clothes. Stop. You're going to lose your grip. Arthur, we're coming to a corner. Great. The ledge, it it doesn't wrap around the corner. What? You'll need to make a fairly large step to catch the other side. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Jesus. If we go back the other way, into the room we started, we can hide. I can can do this. You better hope so. 
<sighs> You'll need to swing your left leg out and to the side, around the corner a little bit, but I think you'll need to jump, essentially, sideways, to land on the... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're sure you want to do this? We can head back. I've come so far. And? And I've got miles to go before I sleep. Jesus, Arthur! Your... your foot! It's on the other ledge! You fucking did it! I didn't even... Uh, Holy uh, hell! Uh, 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 How did you... How far? Is there another window? Yes, yes. Keep going. It's clear to the window. Here, Arthur, stop. It's the window at the end of the hallway. The one we were moving toward. That's it open. Yes, same as the other. But the... It's latched from the inside. Fuck. Maybe we can try another window. Further down, there might be a... Wait, wait. Is there a gap between the windows? Yes, but it's small. The straight razor in the bag. The, the, the one in the shaving kit. Would it fit through the window gap? Maybe. <sighs> Careful, Arthur. You're only holding on with one hand. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. There, that's the kit. <sighs> yes! <sighs> Arthur, I think this will work. Is it clear? What? The hallway, is it clear? Yes. I don't see anyone. Andrew or okay, the uncle. Okay, okay. Yes! Careful now. There's a table under the window. Arthur, you fucking did it! Quickly, we need to close the window. Yeah. Right. A little higher. There. There's a door to our right side, just next to the window. It's unlocked. We're in a long room at the front of the mansion on the second story still. It looks like a storage room of sorts. Two windows illuminate a number of objects in this room with the blue of lightning. Tall objects, some draped in white sheets. It seems safe for a moment. You should lock the door. What? Why? So they don't follow. But if they come to a door that was unlocked and they find it locked, then they'll know we came this way. They'll know we're in here. Fine. Leave it unlocked, then. <sighs> so, what kind of objects are in this room? I don't know. Most are covered. There's a large mirror leaning against the wall to our right. Uh, A dresser. Oh, I think there might be a door on the far side of this room. An exit? Yes, maybe. Okay, okay. Some of these look like figures looming over us. It's unsettling. Which? This one, to the side of you, the left. Well, let's... let's see. It's a statue of a man holding what looks to be his flayed skin. His muscle and bones are visible. The look on his face is pure agony. Saint Bartholomew. A saint? Yes. uh, He was skinned alive and and beheaded. He's the saint of leather makers, I, I believe. How do you know this? He was an apostle, and I was taught to know them. A what? Look, it, it, it doesn't matter. I've had this conversation before as well. Right. I know it's new for you, but it's painful for me. Painful? A bit. Look, I, I guess we should put this back on. Is a lot of what I ask you the same? The same? As him. Oh, no. Uh, well, some. In the room 
before we climbed outside. You mentioned you didn't want to hide under the bed. For good reason. But you said, not again. Did I? Yes. What did you mean? John and I were stranded, north of the city. This was back when we were still very much unfamiliar with each other, still trying to understand. We had difficulty maneuvering and communicating effectively. Right. When did you become familiar, or communicative, truly? The prison pits, I think. We had a long time in there and experienced a great number of things. Was it difficult? Um, Unless you... Yes, are, are we almost at the end of the room? Only about halfway. Okay. Anyway, we were communicating poorly, and I, I got into an automobile which was the wrong one. And uh, How? As I said, we were poor at communication. We met a man in a gas mask named Kellen. He had some real troubles, and he tried to hurt us. He did hurt me. Quite badly, actually. Anyway, I hid under his bed to try to... Uh, he found you. Yes. What happened to him? He died. I think. I hope. You hope? Yes. Anyway, what else is in this room? Anything? Lots, but it's all stored away for safekeeping. Or because it's not wanted. Huh. What? Some interesting art. How so? There's a painting of a lion eating a woman's head. Lovely, lovely. And another of an ornate stone. A painting of a stone? Yes, it's odd. It's painted very roughly. Where is it? Right. Here. Yes, lift that one forward. No, that... This one? Yeah, yes. <clears throat> this one? <clears throat> yes, it looks like a tapestry that's been framed. It looks weathered and very old. As many tapestries are. The stone is elevated over what looks to be a swamp, but its proportions are off. The stone seems massive. It's egg-shaped, but elongated. Divots and indentations cover it. Light comes from all around it to illuminate. Strange. What color is it? Black. A black stone? Yes. Hmm. Odd to dedicate a picture to that. Arthur, hmm? in the woods, after we first met, when the wolves were surrounding us. Yes? You said that it was easy to chew me apart because I was a piece of your friend. A piece that you hated. Yes, the king. You also said, especially because he hurt you near the end of your time together. Yeah. What did he do? I trusted him, and he betrayed that trust. Did you forgive him? I don't know. Probably. Why? I don't know. I just... I'm not going to tell you if that's what you want. No! I'm just... Never mind. Okay. The door is just here. All right. Well, let's look out. This door is heavy. This isn't a door. What? Or at least a normal one. This is part of the bookshelf. Arthur, this opens out into a study. There's a fire in the hearth here. Is it empty in here? Yes, I don't see anyone. Is there another way out? A door. Okay, let's leave. Quickly. Close the shelf. Right. Arthur, this office is filled with old furniture, high-backed chairs, a leather couch. The walls are lined with bookshelves. And there's a portrait above... What? It's Andrew. Oh. Wait. No, it's, it's Andrew, but from... He has three children around him. Children? One of them looks like Uncle. What? We should leave. Yes. Hopefully the door leads back to the hallway. I, I don't understand. It, it looks like Andrew lives here. It doesn't matter right now. At this mansion. Yellow. Even the desk is well used. Instruments that he has later. Yellow. Wait, what? 
I just don't understand what his role is. He said he came here from Arkham. Hold on. Instruments? Uh, a flute. It's sitting on his desk. A flute? Why practice We it? heard a flute. Right before we passed out. When the creature was above us. Do you remember? No. Where are you? Here? A few steps to the left. Yes. Arthur, it's an ornate wooden flute. Carvings run along the length of it, as well as bizarre lettering. Let's take this. There. Good. Anyway, having this might give us an advantage, and if we... Arthur! Filled the bucket, didn't they? John! It'll be okay. Fuck! We can do this. <clears throat> Arthur! They've thrown someone into the pit with us! A man has fallen! What? He's an older man, completely bald and wearing worn clothes. Hello? He's getting up. Stay back! What are you doing here? I... I don't... He looks poorly. I don't know. I don't think he means to hurt us. He's leaning against the wall. They... They took me from my bed. And they threw me in here with you. Do you mean to harm us? Us? Me! Me! Do you mean to harm me? No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I've been alone for a long time. He seems genuine. My name is Arthur Lester. Who are you? Faust. My name is... Michael Faust. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Faust. Dining room. Larson's dining room. You're at one end of a long table. We're tied to a chair. There are three large windows to our right along a massive wall. It's still thundering outside. God damn it, Arthur, what the fuck is wrong with you? We had been in the prison pits for nearly a month before Mr. Faust arrived. We were nervous at first. On our guard, worried about what that meant, what kind of test it was meant to be. I, I felt it was a test. I, I knew it was. What? Just, just... Please. What are you talking about? Let me, please. Fine. He was old, thin, balding, he wore rags, and, and had nothing, save a, a cord, a short lanyard that looked braided, thick. He held it always in his hand, tightly, and he watched us, always. We kept our distance at first, but... Eventually, we talked. The... I don't know if, it, if we were just eager for the company or, or what, but... Well, maybe that was part of it. But he never stopped watching us. He would dig up dirt, leaving it in loose piles, as if... As if he were to build a sandcastle. He told us he was from another pit and had nearly escaped, but they caught him. And at first I thought they were just trying to torture me, to, to drive me mad, but I, 
I convinced my simple brain of his lie. Thinking a place like that ran on the rules of a prison, a temporary bunkmate, while they sorted out getting him a freshly dug hole. <laughs> then I realized they had stopped feeding us. Arthur, we don't have time! Please. John saw it in his eyes, uh, knowing a, a truth, you, you know, I, I, I thought they were feeding me raw meat because they, they didn't care to cook it, but, but now I think that was all part of it. His eyes sat staring at us, ravenous in the dark. John played sentinel, studying him as he held his knees to his chest, pawing the cord with his wrinkled, greasy hand, collecting little piles of dirt for no discernible reason, just watching us. I knew he wanted to kill me. They wanted one of us to kill the other with our bare hands. But, but I wouldn't. I wasn't going to kill him. No matter what. They wouldn't break me. Until I touched the cord he held so tightly. They had just refilled the bucket. After nearly a week and we were both greedily drinking from it when my hand grazed his, grazed the cord he held and and that's when John saw the truth. His lanyard was no lanyard at all, but a braid of hair taken from the last pit he was thrown into. He had turned his skull into pulp under the weight of the bucket. Heavy it sat filled with piles of soft, loose dirt. That night, Laid across his chest, I strangled him. But... That is not my greatest sin. I enjoyed it, Yellow. I enjoyed taking the life from him. And as I moved my hands up to his eyes, and pushed my thumbs into his skull, feeling soft, wet popping behind my nails and the warmth of his vitreous humor as it seeped out of his face, I knew they had won. I told John it was because he was, he was winning, he was about to get up, and, and then that was the quickest way for me to end him, for, for him to die like a bullet through the skull, but I lied to him, I lied to John, and I lied to myself, but I've been haunted by the dreams ever since. I didn't pay the price. I reaped the benefit of a meal that John paid. With every bite of his raw flesh I took, he relived that death a thousand times. At least until there was no more flesh on the boat. And you told me you weren't a fucking murderer. I lied. I'm so sorry to keep you waiting, Mr. Lester. I had a rather important telephone call. I'm sorry, was I interrupting you? No. You sure? Quite. <clears throat> well, nonetheless, I apologize for the state you found yourself in. Who was she? I'm sorry. The woman. In the vent. The one your uncle killed. Do you really want to know? N no. I didn't think so. Regardless, I'm sorry to say, I don't know either way. I try not to learn their names. What are you? What? Would you like to say, I'm a monster of some sort? That's an odd way to phrase a question. I already know who you are. Oh, do you? You're Wallace Larson, aren't you? Well, now. How did you guess that? I thought my disarming nature had you convinced that I was timid little Andrew Larson. Does he even exist? Of course. 
when I need them to. I do have a place in Arkham, in fact. In a way. But most of my travels find me either here or out in New York at the Lodge. The Lodge? Mm-hmm. So, this is why you're asking what I am. How do I look so young after so many years? And uh, I promise you it has been so many years. And? And. Uncle is not really Uncle, though the name stuck from some of the kids. He's a handsome fella, isn't he? He's quite fond of that little music box. He saw it when it fell out of your bag. I told him he could keep it. I hope you don't mind. <sighs> Uncle is standing under a window in the corner. I didn't see him. He's flipping the cover open and shut, over and over. On your music box. But don't hurt his feelings now. Uncle is Jack, I presume. Right again, Arthur. You are quite the detective, aren't you? How did you know my name? I never gave you it, nor anyone in town. You gave it plenty. You just didn't know to whom. Did you want something to eat, by the way? Sorry, I've been so rude. He's standing up, behind his chair. His hands are on the back. Do you tend to pause at odd moments, Arthur? Sometimes I need a moment to think. I like that. Oh, I like that. I'll just assume it's a no. It's late anyway. I promised a hot meal, but I'm afraid it's just the three of us in the house tonight, and, well, I don't feel much like cooking. He's grabbed an apple from a bowl sitting on a table to the side. He's sitting back down. You didn't answer my question. Nor did you mind. But I suppose between hunger and the hundred-plus-year-old man before you look in roughly your age questions, yours was more interesting. Yes. Hmm. Do you believe in gods, Arthur? I didn't peg you for a Catholic, Mr. Larson. Please, Wallace. I don't get to hear it often. And I didn't use the title singularly, Arthur. I said gods. I don't... No. Mm. I came to this mountain looking to prosper. And I did. For many, many years I did. My family grew. My children. Tristan first. Then Lucian. And little Addison. All of them perfect in their own way. Curious, kind, faithful. Do you have children, Arthur? No. Hmm. That surprises me. They grew as this town did around us, around our home, our livelihood. Our family sprouted like roots of a tree. We grew, each of us more ambitious than the last, until something changed. You found something in the mine. Hmm. No, I'm afraid your streak is broken. Tragedy took my wife and two sons. Tore them away from me. Away from the future I had so carefully set out for them to follow. And I was lost. Am I supposed to feel sorry for you? For me? No. For Addison. Perhaps. The town? Or your daughter? One and the same. As I said, something changed that day, but it was in me. At first I sought a way to bring them back. Finding answers only led to more questions, to more paths, to more people like me, who also sought answers, solutions to their problems. It led us all to the Order of the Fallen Star. Jesus Christ. So you heard of us? No. I just lost a bet with myself. That you weren't just another fucking cultist. He stopped eating his apple. He's gestured to uncle. <sighs> Arthur, he's torn off a piece of your right ear. I admire your gumption, but will not mm. be disrespected in my own home. Hmm. He's finished the apple and placed it down. Maybe you should shut up and listen, Arthur. I didn't awaken anything. I asked the gods that be, ones great and powerful that exist in fathoms beyond your comprehension. In their infinite wisdom they granted me a servitor, and a way to do my bidding. 
through that, I've seen things, experienced pleasures, dreamt of worlds you could not imagine. I doubt that. Do you? I've seen these gods, and they're nothing. Have you? Yes. There are those with faces that would drive you mad. Whispers they could tell you that would force you to claw out your own eardrum for fear of upsetting them. They are powerful, immortal, and ancient. They are our superiors, Arthur. Make no mistake about that. Yes. Shut up. You dare to tell me to shut up. Shall Uncle tear another piece? No, he's right. Sorry. I, I... And you... You've always been... Man. Thank you. This is quite the music box, Arthur. Hmm. Quite a nice little tune as well. I wrote it. Did you now? Well, I'm surprised. Quite lovely. Such a sharp mind and a soft heart seems almost contradictory in a way. I'm well-rounded. You're a man of two minds, Arthur. I see it in you. I see divisiveness, as if two thoughts compete with each other for power. You imprisoned me. Sad to say it's just me in here. Captured me. And it's awfully lonely. I deserve this body. You... I could fix that. What? What? If it's too lonely in there, I could add a voice to your conscience. How? Arthur, have you not been listening? I can do a great number of things with their help. When I brought my daughter to the guards as a gift, they awarded me your, in such a... Your, your daughter? Do not interrupt me! Let him finish! Can he put me back? What did you do to her? She was my last child. My single star in the night sky. She was all I had and all I loved. I gave her to them, so they knew I was devout. I watched them tear her apart, limb from limb, as she pleaded for me to save her, as she pleaded for her daddy. It was sacrifice in the purest form. Arthur! Ask him how to separate us! Find out how! You... I... You... She trusted you. Arthur! Ask him! You... You were supposed to protect her. And yet she... saved... me. I can think of no better honor. Mr. Larson. Wallace. Wallace. I promise. I don't know how, but I promise you. I will kill you. I will watch the life dim from your eyes as I take your life and give your daughter whatever justice I can. This music box must be special. Shame it isn't made of sturdier material. <clears throat> I think our dinner is over, Mr. Lester. Uncle? Arthur! You motherfucker! I will ruin you! <laughs> I am a god! You fucking human! Oh, normally I would simply have you killed and dropped in the mines. We have a nice, easy way to dispose of the unwanted that visit, but I think because of that particular insult, I'll ask that uncle keep you alive when he drops you. Let it toy with you a bit before killing you. From what I can tell, let it enjoy chasing you down. Jack. I'm sorry that was your music box, was it? Arthur, you vile excuse for a human. <laughs> Looks like Uncle wants you to play your song, Arthur. Best not disappoint. Uh, what? I don't feel much like playing. I think it would be a nice goodbye, Mr. Lester. <coughs> a swan song, as it were. Between you and I, having Uncle this agitated isn't great. Play for him. I hope he tears your fucking ears off, Arthur.
You imprisoned me. You took me from my rightful place as king and stuck me inside this prison. You are a murderer, Arthur. You are a monster. You are no better than Wallace, no better than the foulness you murdered in that pit. I am not your friend. I am not John. And I never will be. I am nothing like you. And he is dead. Bravo, Arthur. I'm impressed. This is your fault. All of this. I hope you know that. I didn't realize you were so much fun. Play another, Arthur. You told me that you were sorry you blamed me. I lied. Play something that comes to mind. Anything. You also told me you'd never forget me. having a tough time with all of this right now. I really need to just breathe. I, I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. I don't recognize this. I, 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 You're I, a tender soul, friend. I shouldn't have put such a fire beneath you. Now head over to that piano for me. Just put your fingers on the keys. Play something that comes to mind. Anything. awake this entire time. Yes. She comes in to check. She always says, good morning, John. And, uh, well, I like the sound of it. It sounds bizarre, I know. No, no, I'm, I'm glad I can call you something. I've been so focused on never returning, I haven't actually thought of how lucky I am to have found you, so... Thank you. She didn't seem like... I don't know. She seemed like someone who might have been taken advantage of. What were you dreaming? Doesn't matter. Let's press on. Alright. You're nervous about going. I'm nervous about finding out what exactly has happened to me. I've come to trust you, John. So what are you saying? I'm saying that... Maybe... Maybe you're right. We are of two minds, and more and more I'm realizing two souls as well. There's a bleed-over effect, but... You are something entirely your own, John. Doe. Yes, John Doe. This is it, isn't it? He's waiting for us. I know. Arthur, whatever happens, I'll never forget you. Me neither, John. Another lovely piece, but I'm afraid that's it. <coughs> Uncle, so long, Arthur Lester. The pleasure was mine. Oh, Arthur. <coughs> We're home. Now you remember. The last thing I remember was you shoving a fucking knife through your throat and me saying goodbye to you. What? What the fuck happened? John? Yes, what? Jesus fucking Christ! John! Yes, Arthur! John! Now who the fuck is dragging us? You... Why are you bleeding from your ear? And where does this hatch go? You... Did Cain do this? John! John! God damn it, Arthur! What? You remember? Arthur, what the- Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.